Before we continue, one of the ways we keep all of our content for you, the listener, free of charge is our amazing sponsors, and today, Anchor is one of those sponsors. If you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. Let me explain. It's free, there's creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcasts right from your phone or computer. Anchor is going to distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and everywhere podcasts are listened to, and you can even make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. Download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. A cliffhanger of an HOH leaves a showmance in shambles, but the power is back up for grabs. So who will take control of this crazy camp? We'll find out soon enough. But first, Ovi is here to give us an inside look at this hostile house. Welcome to the Big Brother After Show. You're tuned in to AfterBuzz TV, the ESPN of TV talk. Now, let the buzz Break it. Yeah. Break it. Break it. We're dancing. You, guys, we if you, all watched, you can't see we us, all but we're dancing. We all watched the show together today. Like, it was, yeah. uh, it was, it was, pretty, it was pretty exciting. We all sat we in like a, a it love together. seat. It was, <laughs> it was like a love seat in Rachel's apartment. Yeah, we were, we were in Rachel's house. It was very house. special. Bryce yeah. sat on the floor. I did. But, um, I did. I did. we sat on the couch. Me. Yeah. The dogs were on the couch. It was only Bryce <laughs> on the floor. Good evening, guys. I'm Bryce McClay, and welcome to the Big Brother After Show. After a big risk. Cliff failed to get out the arguably the mo- the biggest threat in the house. But we'll get to that in a second. First, let's introduce our panel. Jessica Williams. What's up? So, okay, so tonight is going to be such a good conversation. So you guys have to watch the whole show because yeah. we got stuff to talk about. We were talking a lot. And then Rachel Swindler over me? here. Yes, and I, I know what you're thinking. And yes, I did cut my hair, so... <laughs> You're very far away now, too. Everyone's so very thinking, far away from right. me. Yes. Uh, but first, but we're, and, and we're actually, we have Ovi on the line, but we'll get to him in just a second. But first, we, we just wanted to know what will be the follow-out of Bella's eviction. We're going to talk about that and which house guests will rise to power because there is an HOH competition going on right now. Yes. We'll give you all right. of our predictions shortly. But without further ado, let's welcome a BB21 evicted house guest, Ovi. We are so excited to have you here. Yay, how does it feel hey, I to be? I appreciate. Thanks for having me today. <laughs> yeah. Well, how does it feel to be out of this, out of that house? Yeah. You know. I mean, it, it, it's a bitter. I won't even say it's a bittersweet feeling because um, I wanted to stay in the house. I wanted to compete, um, and I was really hoping to come back into that house and actually be a player and keep on. But mm. you know, uh, you got to go with the cookie crumbles, and life throws you lemons, so you got to make lemonade. So I'm outside of the house, but I've gotten so much support and love. And so it's been a lot, much easier than I thought it would be to transition back into the real world. Oh, that's great. Yeah. That's fantastic. Yeah, that must be nice. Mm-hmm. <laughs> 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 Rachel may have had a different experience. <laughs> well, Sorry. I want to ask you, obviously, you <laughs> obviously you're caught up with the, with what's what's been happening. So I wanted to know, I, let's talk about Bella's eviction. Um, do you think that, at, like, the last the past week after you've been out of the house, do you think that they that the house made the right move tonight? Or what what are your thoughts on this? Man, it's it's. Uh, first, I'll say it's tough when you're in the house because you kind of have a tunnel vision mm-hmm. um, and you only see your perspective. I think a lot of viewers know that from just watching my game and like screaming at the TV, like "Ov, what are you doing?" So it's hard to see say what's your best decision when you're really in the game. Um, but from the outside perspective, I think it, this was it, it hurt them actually. A lot of the people outside of the what, it, what it, the, the shooter six shooters mm-hmm. um and so the you know the quote unquote the outsiders it, it, it's tough for them because that was Bella was a number potentially for them um so 
for Cliff, it could we hindsight might be twenty twenty. It might be better for him right now just because it's might have saved him two weeks ahead, but what's gonna happen after that? You don't have any soldiers on your side. So mm-hmm. um it would have been awesome to see a shot be taken at Mickey or Jack, and uh, I'm mm-hmm. I'm sad neither of them are going home tonight, and it is Bella instead. Yeah. Well, first off, can I just say that we are live in our live chat, and everyone is so excited that you are on. Yeah, we're John so, yeah, Ham, he's like, oh my gosh, my hero is here tonight. <laughs> um, Brina, uh, Brianna, she said, oh my god, I love watching you so much, and I miss you on the show already. People are like, yes, yes, oh. yes. So you have full on fans that are watching right now. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and well, so, that's really sweet. That's yeah. Really so my question for you is, you know, there is something about you still being in the house and not being able to play that was an advantage because you your game wasn't so much at risk. So why not? What was the tactic or the theory behind stirring up the pot a little bit and causing drama since you were kind of untouchable? Yeah. I mean, in one side, yeah, you are untouchable, but from another side, you don't know how you're supposed to go back in the game. So mm-hmm. from Julie's uh, words, it's uh, your social game will help you potentially get out of com- camp comeback. It was something worded like this. So in our heads, we're not sure if there's going to be a social component to get back in the house. Mm. I didn't think it would be a vote because that's too unfair to whoever went out first. Mm-hmm, that right. would be David. Um, but there might have been some sort of social component. So in my head, I said that I'm going to make sure no one thinks I'm bitter against them, that they voted me out. I'm going to play kind of dumb. And that wasn't really that hard to do in that house. And I'm just <laughs> going to... Uh, make everyone think I'm just trying to be as nice as possible so that they don't hold anything against me. So I wasn't trying to stir up the pot because my goal was to get back in the game and then stir up the pot a little bit by making some big moves. Yeah, I mean, I can I can agree with that. I, don't, I mean, if I was voted into Camp Comeback, I feel like I would have done exactly that. I just would have been nice. I would have been understanding. I mean, again, I can't even imagine if I was blindsided by my own alliance and then I was sent to Camp Comeback and I was like, guys, what's... What's going on here? Yeah. But then again, I don't think a blind sight like that would have happened, but Cliff did. So, yeah. but I, I mean, yeah. I would have done exactly that to not stir the pot because I, I mean, that's just me as a person. I feel like we're kind of similar, Ovi. Maybe. We, yeah, we, yeah. We're, yeah, we're not know. the pot stirrers. We're like, oh, it's okay. We Meanwhile, I'm like, stir it yeah, up, yeah. whip it good. <laughs> yeah. And I think another factor is that we had Kemi come right after me, and Kemi already kind of stirred the pot. So, right. from just our side, we could see like things are going some sort of chaos is happening right now and so at that point it was just maybe we just sit back and watch what happens you know from that side but then as y'all could see um you know actions were in the house and it's changed a little from game to personal and that's kind of when you know i felt that some things have to be said yeah definitely yeah well i before before we get into that I, i know that you mentioned that you said you didn't think it would be a vote that you guys would get back into camp comeback but i'm surprised by that only because and you said it would be unfair to david but he got basically into camp comeback the same day you did so you got i mean i guess he was uh, he was not there for a couple of days yeah. but to me i felt like that was the, i was disappointed that there wasn't a vote that there i feel like that would have been the most logical thing and a, and a way to differentiate from someone getting back into the game as in previous seasons well yeah hmm. he technically wasn't there two weeks because yeah. there is two weeks right it was about two weeks until david yeah. came back Oh, there was two weeks. Yeah, so that is kind of a lot. That's a good point, though, because honestly, if they would have allowed for some type of endurance or a challenging cop like they did, but you get tokens, depending on how many people Mm -hmm. voted for you, you could have that advantage. So it would be a combination of both. It could be a balance. Yeah, I like that. I like that. And that's kind of what we thought, that it would be the House potentially would have kind of a say in the competition, whether it be that the House has to vote somebody to go into the final round. 
America votes another person to go to the final round, and then the other two Camp Cumberkers fight for one um, competition, and then all three of them compete, kind of like mm. a um, stage. Thing. So we, we threw out so many theories, um, but it was a rolling game type of balance. And we were all kind of surprised and a little disappointed that was the competition. Yeah. That is amazing. Mm. Well, speaking of the, the comeback kid himself, Cliff, I wanted, I wanted to know, I know that you guys, you, you have a great relationship with him inside mm-hmm. the house, and I wanted to know how you feel he's playing the game since he's been back in. Yeah, I mean, it's tough. Cliff got blindsided, and then he came back in an awesome story that he won HOH and so his first move was to take put Jack and Mickey on the block um, and then after conversations happened he got swayed a little bit I really do wish you know if I was in the theater I would have tried to you know right now I can say that who knows what I would have right. yeah, but I'd right. like to think that I would have told Cliff that hey we need to actually instead of putting Bella up because I wasn't the biggest fan of Bella at that time either, but we realized kind of the power structure, how it was getting set. Especially David saw that really clearly. Yes. So he talked more about it with me too, and we discussed that. But we knew that if we want Jack to go home, we need to put Tommy or Christy next to him because they probably won't get voted out. And we need to ensure that Jack goes home. Um, so it was a strong move putting Jackson next to him. But then when he goes down, you need to replace it with somebody else. So I was really happy for him. But at the same time, I was like, oh, Cliff. Yeah. You need to put the dagger in. You need to put the dagger <laughs> yeah, in. Yeah, finish what you started. <laughs> well, that's, yeah. that's what you said, Rachel. You, you said that, mm-hmm. that like, or you were going to ask Ovi if he, like, thought he would, if you would be able to talk yeah. him out. Like, yeah. He, that was my one question that I was going yeah. to be for you is what you would have done in the house to, you know, would you have gone after someone else from the Chick Shooters or would you have been on the the safer side and get Bella Bella out? But, yeah. I mean, you just gave us your answer, basically. Yeah, I mean, you know, Bella and Nick didn't have much love for me in the house from the beginning, I believe. And so even though it would have felt some way to put them up, it wouldn't have been a smart game move at my point because I need to figure out a way to kind of take the outsiders and this power six right here and take a shot at them so i probably would have leaned towards putting jack and tommy up there instead of jack and jackson or jack and christy mm-hmm. um and then you could at least flush the power that christy had yeah that um, was yeah that's what i thought and so i i wish even if you put bella up there he would have tried to flush christy's power because now she has another week right. to use that well it, um but no sorry, um, sorry no no keep going keep going okay. Uh, sorry, I don't mean to keep going on. No, but, you're uh, fine. We like to hear yeah, it. Keep we going. Hear from you. Yeah, not no me. No one wants to talk to us. Yeah, I was so <laughs> no, last year. Go ahead. No, no, no. Y'all are great. Y'all are great. No, uh, I was so but, never, so <laughs> just keep going. <laughs> yeah, I just think, you know, um, Bella could have been a target for down the line, too. And from Cliff's side, too, he's trying to buy himself safety at least two weeks, but then after that, he has to go on a tear to be able to go back and forth with an HOH. And I don't know how the competition is going right now, but what I saw, it wasn't one of the outsiders mm. who potentially will win this HOH. So well, I'm always curious, just because um, it's so fascinating as a viewer, we see everything that happens, right? We see what you <laughs> say, we see what your um, other people promise you, and then what's really said in the DR. So going back, it was such a cringe moment when, you know, you thought that you were a part of this alliance, and Christy's like, oh my god, you're safe, and you're like, yes, this is amazing, and then they totally <laughs> screw you over. So going back and watching it, how did that make you feel, seeing what was really going down, and what would you have done differently, if anything? Oh, man, it's tough. It's, you know, it, that hurt. That yeah. really hurt knowing that. Because, and I, I want to explain kind of my logic doing that because I, I came into the game thinking I'm going to play a rational game and base a lot of moves on like game theory, which would be like the game theory says is that 
um, you're going to do whatever a person is going to do is going to do for their best benefit. So I was in my head thinking that if I make these people understand that there's no way that I'm going to target them, me being mm-hmm. in this house will best benefit them. Why would they want to put me up in any case, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, and so I was basically like, why would you want to put me up week one when you already know that I won't vote for you? I put somebody out that you don't know is that close to you. Um, mm-hmm. And so having that me being blindsided being put up there and then finding out you know there was and i found out there was an eight person alliance and then a six person like down the road after yeah. uh, everything oh, yeah. after happened. you and then you um, told, told them there was one yes and i and i told them <laughs> I, I made sure that if they didn't already know that they formed an eight person alliance i yeah. said knock knock hey i think somebody's forming it and so no definitely not my smartest move um, i loved it yeah and it's um it's unfortunate that happened and it's, it's something, you know, you, you beat yourself over a lot into. And I realized that down the road, uh, but when you make your mistakes, you got to own them. And I always said that after the show, I would definitely own them. I'm not trying to have like a rose tinted glass and looking back yeah. at it, but if there's, mm-hmm. to your question, if there's anything I would have changed from there, um, probably not tell the eight person alliance. There's an eight person thing forming, uh, keep the information to myself, yeah. but at the, it was day five when I heard that it was day okay. six. And I already knew that I need to get something out there and some, create something solid uh, yeah. and so that way I was thinking that if I use that as a catalyst that there might be an eight person alliance forming and when I even heard about it I didn't even hear eight person alliance forming I just heard eight person so I was thinking that use this as a catalyst to make them if they're not already knowing about they'll make an alliance and form against the eight person alliance but uh, yeah everything blew up a little bit. In my face. I have um, I have one quick question. Uh, yeah. For me, I uh, those first couple of days in the house that we don't get to see are the most crucial days of forming alliances yeah. and really creating bonds because level six was formed on day three, day two. Mm-hmm. So like I knew who I was going to align with day one or two. So yeah. I'm wondering for you, did you know who you were going to align with day one or two, or was it like you were at day five and you were like, whoa, where's my alliance? Yeah. I don't know if who. Yeah, yeah. yeah. How was it for yeah, you? No. Yeah, no, most definitely. You know, I'm, I'm a fan of the show, so I know, like, you know, I heard that most alliances are made in the first three days. So if you don't already have an alliance mm-hmm. made, you are kind of uh, something's going wrong. So, you know, the second day, I, that initial week, I felt pretty close with a lot of people in there. You know, okay. I felt close with Jack Jackson. Um, with Jackson, I had a Tennessee bond with, so I didn't, you know, we felt that we yeah. could carry that through. Um, I bonded with sis too. Um, at least I thought I bonded with sis in yeah. the beginning too. And so we talked about in that first week, I think, and I don't know if it was people that we will have a potential final two together. Um, was that the that only was, like game talk of thing you had? Did anybody like come to you and be like, I think we should form an alliance together. Did you go to anybody and say, I think we should form an alliance. Did any alliance talk happen? Yeah. Between sis and I, we had some alliance talk okay. happen there too. I, we didn't give a name to anything. And so I don't know if you, it's like, is it a relationship if it's on Facebook? Is it Facebook official? Yeah, so no, I, I, I hear a, you. I hear you. Where did that nickname come from? I just want to know, where did Sis come from? I think that's just her nickname from home. Like, oh, yeah. why did you guys... Oh, she told us day one when we were introducing each other. She's like, hey, y'all, don't call me Annalise. I don't like that name. Uh, call me Sis. That's all what my friends call me back mm-hmm. home. Sis. All my soccer mates. So we're just like... And at first, I was like, it's kind of a little weird. I don't want to call this person. I'm just right. like, Sis. sis. But, you, didn't, yeah, you, like didn't call her, you didn't call her Annalise? <laughs> I, no, I, I didn't call her that. I knew it was... Uh, you needed bread in the house. You needed bread for that one. No, we didn't have that in the house. I called her Annalise a lot later down the line, too, after I was like... Yeah, I'm not really about calling sis, but uh, but yeah, I had those forms. Cliff and I had a bond there too. Um, and honestly, Mickey and Jack and I talked. We we, we talked about uh, four people actually. We talked about four people. Gotcha. Jack, myself, 
uh, and Holly, I think, was in the mix at that point. So um, wow. I felt there was something there, and we all kind of talked around it. And they lie and cover in their faces. Yeah. And so I felt <laughs> that I was safe in a sense. Um, mm-hmm. But yeah. obviously not. And I think some people had my wanted a gun for me right from the beginning before I even did anything. So weird. Uh, who, do you so think, who do you think wanted a gun? Who, think, who do you think was gunning for you? You know, um, looking back, I think uh, some people in that the, the six shooters. I think Jack was somebody for whatever the reason. I, I he I think there's probably some implicit biases at play. I think there are some things that in his mind before I even said anything that he had certain feelings about mm-hmm. me, and so yeah. he was gunning for me. And from my mindset, that, that he wanted to get me out so bad when he knew that I wasn't trying to target him at whatsoever yeah. it did not make much sense in my mind why he would want to target me so viciously like that when exactly. i did nothing personally game wise towards him yeah and it was so now na- i mean it was really hard for me especially in the scene of you guys in the storage room the scene uh, i say oh the God, scene yeah. with the way he you're like is yeah. there a problem and he's like no man there's not a problem and i'm like well actually there is because you're talking defensively so at really really as a viewer that hurt my feelings so bad i was like why are you speaking to him that way you're talking down to him so that was just as a viewer yeah very difficult to watch because we can clearly tell that you're a very kind intelligent soul so um i i apologize on behalf of all bb alum and viewers <laughs> no, well, I appreciate that. Well, and, very- and that is very true. Like, I mean, we saw you, Ovi, you know, obviously you, you have another very strong bond with Nicole, and we saw you go defend mm-hmm. her when she, when they were, when the, whatever, grateful, undeniable, whatever, and yeah. undeniable, was, was in the yeah. HOH room, kind but of then, shutting, yeah, shutting yeah, people yeah. out. And I just wanted to know, you know, I mean, I, I think you explained it on TV, but just to hear from, from your own words, you know, what kind of spurred you to do that? And, and is it really that bad in there? I mean, like, what is the, what's you know the climate yeah yeah you know um yeah i'll break apart that question right there because i'll talk about first like that whole my bond with nicole nicole was one of those few people in that house is that i i felt really comfortable with because when you're in the house and rachel you know there's such huge personalities out there (laughs) and Mm -hmm. in my real life i like to think i'm a pretty big personality with my guys We're, we're, we're we're having so much fun everybody's doing that but we're always making sure that everyone has a chance to kind of speak and that helps people just always talk over you over you over you and so so annoying (laughs) yeah and i just told myself that you know what maybe once in my life you know i'm just going to kind of sit back and let things happen around me and then just try to play a social game um but like you don't get to connect with people when you just keep lit like i would listen to people talk and they wouldn't listen they would just wait to talk but nicole (laughs) was very different about that we talked about you know our past and she talked about how she's advocated for people with disabilities things like that that i have some sort of experience with and we just connected and one like shout out to all the teachers out there because that is such a thankless job out there that deserves so much more things than it gets and nicole does that and so i was just saying you are an incredible woman and um we just connected on there and then it was easy so within that house uh you could see the isolation start to form the ostracization happened to like the camp comebackers yeah and Mm -hmm. I've experienced things like that in my life. In the real life, you can walk away from it and you just – you say nothing. You're like, I'm not about it. You're not going to treat me like that. But in the Big Brother house, is a little different because your social game and especially in Camp Comeback might be dependent on these other people. So you don't want to upset anybody. Uh, so I've taken a lot in my life and it's fine. I was like, I'm in this Big Brother house. I can take what I need what they throw at me and I'm just going to trudge along. I'm going to get back in this game and they're going to regret it because I'm going to try to get them out. But – it crossed the line when you start coming at my friends and yep. you start trying to isolate them for absolutely no reason, especially 
it was Nicole who they might have viewed as a small, shyer person so they mm-hmm. could pick on him. If it was anybody else, yeah, they man. probably would not have acted like that. Yeah. And so that kind of just like grinded my gears. And I always told myself, they always ask you, what is the thing that upsets you about the most? What's your pet peeve? And my thing was always say, if someone's being disrespectful yep. to somebody else, I'm going to call it out. And so in that moment, I was just like, I'm seeing everybody near me and they're looking so like upset sad and i'm upset about this moment i've always said like i'm just gonna keep my head down just keep going forward but at that moment i was just like if i don't say something now uh when am i ever going to so Mm -hmm. it's uh there's certain values you got to hold i think especially outside and inside the house and i wasn't gonna let people treat nicole um jessica cliff and the other people like that let's give you a nice round of applause right there that's really (laughs) admirable because we were all rooting for we were rooting for you we were all rooting for you like yes and I would hope I would have done the same thing if I was in the house in fact I would have so thank you exactly no, it, so this is a good crossover to just another topic that's so big mm-hmm. in our country and in the big brother house which is race relations and mm-hmm. you know it was a lot of chatter especially in the first few weeks um, about the people that were targeted head on and there are certain dynamics to this show I've watched every season and I being a person of color a woman of color I see the changes in how um, people of color are targeted early on and so we see it as the viewers so I want to know being in the house and being in the climate of the house and the atmosphere did you feel targeted and for those purposes in particular yeah I mean I think you as a person of color you can attest this too a lot of times you want to think actions taken against you aren't because rooted in prejudice racism bigotry but it's just because of a game move and that's what you want to think because you want to think it's 2019 why would people act like this especially on national television when everybody can see Mm -hmm. why would anybody be dumb enough to do that but you start seeing trends happen within the house and you start noticing a pattern and you'd be dumb enough to keep saying that it's just it has nothing to do with mm-hmm. prejudice or initial uh, implicit biases. And then, you know, there was a conversation that uh, David and I had, and we were looking at it was I think we were in the kitchen, and we were looking at the um, the memory wall, mm-hmm. and it was just kind of like a bit of sadness. We're saying like, wow, there's definitely a pattern there. And he's like, yep. And I, and he, I think he said it's looking pretty colorful. Yeah. yeah I and I said, mm-hmm. um, yeah, this is this is really sad. And I said, we're, we're different. David, we've always been different than people, and yeah. that's no different. That doesn't change in this house. But it's sad that you know that, that people are targeting us because of our differences. And so you definitely see um, there's certain actions like in the beginning too, and it makes much more sense. Like when I was looking at day 26, 27, looking back in the days, why would somebody target other people in the house over others when they'd be better for their game? Right. There had to be exactly. some sort of in play. Yeah. And, uh, Especially and, when Jackson went at, or Jack went after Kimmy, like that Kimmy. whole thing was like, but mm-hmm. why? Yeah. yeah. Or even, and, even, even Jackson go, I mean, aside from that, even Jackson going out, it's just bullying. It's just, mm-hmm. I mean, like even Jackson yeah. going after Nicole when he threw in the vote and then wanted to pin it on her for what? Yeah. yeah. Like why? why he's this, she's not a threat to him at all. Gay, like physically, mentally. And the same thing mm-hmm. with Jack and Kemi. It's like, it's ridiculous. Yeah. No, the, the treatment and it's, it's we, now we see a lot of things said behind closed doors and those are disgusting that that none of that behavior should be, ever be condoned like that. The things they've said about David, they said about Kemi um, yeah. and even myself, too. But like you don't say those type of things, especially in, in this day and age. We've come so far. And for you to even say those things at all reverts us back and shows us that we have a lot more to do. But mm-hmm. what you said that um, 
Big Brother can be a reflection of our country. I think that's true a lot, too. We see a lot of race tensions right now yeah. in the real world mm-hmm. where we're walking. We're in our streets. A lot of communities of color don't feel safe walking around. Mm-hmm. Um, and you see that almost reflected in the Big Brother house in a sense that at one point that the only place that we felt um, that we could belong was in Camp Combat. That that's and, so sad. Yeah. That gave me chills. That yeah. just gave yeah. me chills, too. Yeah, that's... Um, and I just personally want to say, because then... I'm for for me playing the game last year um and then having something that I said blow up um and then being attacked um on Twitter and, and repeatedly repeatedly mm-hmm. um and that definitely affected me um even though I felt like it wasn't as as harsh as other other people that have played the game but yeah. looking back on it now after seeing this season go on it's it like I don't know why it's just speaking to me so much more, and it's mm-hmm. making me look at our society and at this in such a different way that I've never looked at Big Brother before. But it's opened my eyes, yeah. and it's made me personally become a better person from yeah. playing the game and then watching it this season and seeing how things have unfolded. And it is, a ref- it does feel like it is a bit of a reflection of society, and it's ma- yeah. it ma- makes me feel like I've grown as a person and I've learned and I've gained a lot more. So that's good. I think that's that that's, awesome. yeah. that's yeah. one positive thing I can take mm-hmm. away that, ev- and everybody can take away. So mm-hmm. yeah. growth in 2019. Well, absolutely, and Big Brother. <laughs> You know, Big, Big Brother has always been kind of this micro, micro, uh, micro world of itself, mm-hmm. and that's why it's the greatest social experiment. I think that's why people watch it every year, all the time, because mm-hmm. it is a reflection of who we are. We have the we have a convergence of people that are from different backgrounds, different walks of life, different ways of being raised, and they come into this house and they're forced to live and not go anywhere. So I think you know it is. I think what everyone has said here is it's just amazing that you know it is it is a, a reflection. Of, yeah. of who we are and whether for better yeah. or for worse. Learning lessons so, and an yeah. eye-opener, yeah. And I'll say two two quick things. Yeah. I don't want to keep going on, but the one thing I want to say is that we're given such an amazing platform to be on the Big Brother show, mm-hmm. and, and we can't just be bystanders within the house, too. I think it's really important. We have to be active bystanders mm-hmm. within the game and outside the game. And people watching the show say, this is horrible, what are they doing? People need to realize that that's also happening in the outside world, too. Mm-hmm. Right. So yes. we can't just call that out on social media. Mm-hmm. You need to be calling it out, whether that's in your schools. You see another student who's a person of color being discriminated, whether that's a person, a friend talking about it, or believing somebody who has that experience and not just discounting them. Mm-hmm. Um, so I, I think a big important thing is that when you watch the show, it can be a learning experience for a lot of people. When you say, like, how could that happen? Well, that's probably happening to people around you, too. It um, is. And it is. It is. 100%. It is. Yeah. Absolutely. Love that. Love that. Just be active bystanders. I think that's really important. Mm-hmm. Well, okay, before, before we let you go, let's just have a, let's say, from the little lighter side of things, like, who yeah. do you think, so who do you think the next target is going to be, or who should be the next target? Aside, maybe, well, go ahead, you answer. I don't need to give any parameters. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, man. The next target, I mean, it depends who wins the HOH right now. I'm, I'm assuming they're going to. Uh, well, who do you want to win try- then? <laughs> who do I? Yeah, who do I I'm just I mean, throwing them no, out there. Uh, you know, I would have loved Nicole to win, bring this one out, but I don't think she. she I think before they even cut off the whole thing, she fell. Right. Um, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Sorry. Sam, Sam and Nick. I don't know if they're still in there. I don't think they are. So yeah. I don't think they have a chance. But it would have been good to have Sam win the HOH. Um, but you know, I think Cat was holding on. I'd like to see Cat if she could win it because then she might do something that. 
we're not expecting. Because right. I think if Chris D. Jack, Mickey, Tommy, Sis, uh, Holly, any of those win it, we right. probably expect they're going to target Sam and Nick. Um, and yeah. So I don't want to see those six win. I want to see something, you know, as a fan too, and not just a person like who loves yeah. those people, like, right. like some of those people in the house. I want to see something that the house be flipped a lot. Yes. No one as a fan likes to see an alliance bulldoze throughout the whole season, especially sure. if they're not the most likable. Yeah. yeah, like when, well, when I got evicted, I was going back. I was like, go Fessy, win that competition. Yeah. I was like, cheer for the other side. <laughs> and everybody's like, traitor, how could you? Level six. I'm like, dude, I'm a fan of the show. I want right. to see the power shift. Dear. Right, exactly. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> okay, and also, um, Ovi, I did um, put a little poll on Instagram and I had some fan questions, so I just wanted okay. to do that and so I could shout a couple of those out so they're just kind of random i'm gonna pick um so this one is from heather 22 (laughs) okay Okay. do you wish you could have been on a prior season of big brother and if so which season are you or are you happy with the season you were on it's a good question (laughs) you know um i right now i'd probably say i wish i could be on a prior season of big brother season 21 uh it's hard to say uh which season would i like to play and i mean i think you know Season 20 would have been a really fun season to yeah. play with because there's a lot of people that I think I would have meshed really well with. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think that would have been a fun season. Because the thing is, people get me and they're like, you're a real nice guy coming out of the show. We love you, things like that. But like, I'm a competitor. I really wanted to stay in the game so I could compete. And I didn't care as much if people liked me if I left the show, but I really wanted just to compete. So I feel... You know, I didn't have as much of a chance I'd like to do that. So season 20 would have been great. Um, I loved Hayden in Big Brother 12. I wanted yeah. to create a strong yeah. alliance. That was mm-hmm. like one of my goals. That would have been fun to play in, like, if I could have been in a legendary brigade, you know? <laughs> yeah, uh, right. Mm-hmm. But um, those are just some seasons that I think I would really like to play. I got to meet a lot of the Big Brother 20 people and, you know, like yourself and everything. So it's been uh, it's been fun. So, um, yeah, okay. I would like to play last season if I could. <laughs> Nice. Well, I agree with you. Um, and then uh, H Rush Five, um, you've heard, learned about some of the connections in the house now, right? With Christy and Tommy, mm-hmm. you've learned that Holly and Catherine know each of each other through a circle, pageant circle, and also yeah. there is this, apparently a connection between Jackson and Holly. Have, we're following Holly. each other what on Instagram. And ja- well, the- oh well, did y'all know each other? Did you know Jackson at all? We did not. We did not know each other yeah. at all. Okay. Dance night were on different parts of campus, I think. So you never there. even we, knew of him or, like, even ran around the same circle as him? Never ran around. I never met him. My girlfriend knew he, who he was, and but maybe that, not for the best reasons. Some so we were following each other? I really wanted to do us. I really were wanted to do us. Were you guys following each other on social prior? No, no we okay. didn't know each other at all. I'm that was 29,000 people. Mm-hmm. But know? now that you and, know that, like, does do you feel like that's an unfair advantage? Because as we look at the house, all those people are in an alliance together. Well, except for it, kind of cat, but not yeah. Really. I mean, if I'm going to be honest, I, I, it, it did bother me finding that out. And I mean, there is mm-hmm. twists in the game where people know each other prior, but right. having a connection like Christy and Tommy, where they've had pictures with each other since 2012, I believe, that's a connection right there that you could not even make in the day 90, like, be there for your final two. They are instant final two people when they see each other in the house yeah. and we're going all the way mm-hmm. you know um i think that's a little unfair to some of the other house guests like myself and other people who mm-hmm. are just getting to meet because when you go in big brother unless this is a formal twist where everyone has some yeah. sort of pair there, there's like a twist in it you expect 16 house guests to go in and 16 house guests not to know, know each, each other, other you know right. Right. and there's so many applicants out there it's there's 
it shouldn't be that hard to find no crossover there. You're and then absolutely right. Having Holly and Kat, no yeah, the, you and, know. And I had told I had told Bryce. I said I said you cling on to anything tangible in that house to kind of yeah. be like I need to line with this person. Okay, this is my person because I was telling them I saw I saw Angela was from South Carolina. I thought saw Tyler was from South Carolina, mm-hmm. which is where I'm from. And I was like, I definitely want to line with these people because it feels yeah. like it's home. Right. So 100 percent there that it feels like that was an unfair advantage. And if I were you, I would have been. Too. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Question. Okay. Well, Ovi, thank you so much for for joining us tonight and coming on and talking. It was it was very illuminating, and we just really really appreciate it. Well, thank you so much for having me. I really had a good time, and if y'all ever need anything in the future, I'd be more than happy to help. Oh, don't don't tell us that. Thanks so much, Ovi. Enjoy right, your time you outside the house. We love you. Cheers Appreciate to your girlfriend, Hannah. Cheers. Bye. I will. I will. Okay. I'll take care. All right. Bye-bye. Bye. That was good. That, that was, was good. The viewers was really, good. our chat is popping. Oh, good. I, I'm on like 1%, by the way, oh, so this God. is about to go down. But our, <laughs> you've, our chat, you've, you've, right? you've, t- you've taken us down. You've taken us right. down. You guys are in here, and you guys really enjoyed, um, you know, everything that he was saying and relating and and also, some people were commenting about the conversation that we we're just having in reference to Rachel season and some of the comments that she made. And it seems like it's a general consensus in our chat that people were not so much offended by the comments that Rachel said during her seasons, but by the comments that Angela said. And that's something that you and I spoke about um, earlier because you kind of got dragged into the whole drama more so because her comments were offensive. I personally being the woman of color. I, I was not offended by your comments um, because you were not attacking a race. So it kind of sucks that you are getting so much negative yeah. attention and, around it. And it's like, I'm not getting, I'm not getting a ton, a ton, but as of right now with there being like this whole, you know, everything going on w- with the race, with this, with this season, it seems like, you know, people are coming out from the woodworks and it's like attack, attack, attack. Mm-hmm. And it's, it's just, and I want to touch base on, on Jeff Schroeder's thing real quick. Just, yeah. just so we can touch on that. Um, Jeff Schroeder, did put out a a video um, he, with Daily Blast Live. He wanted to comment on the current BB21 situation, and um, he said that on Twitter that he had grown a lot as a person since his time 10 years ago on Big Brother, and he tries to learn from all of his mistakes to become a better father, husband, host, and friend, but he's not perfect. And he says, if I offended anybody, I'm sorry. And here's my take. And then he goes into his take on the controversy, which he stated, which I agree with, that in that house... It does not, we're not condoning the type of people that we're not condoning their behavior. We're not saying that it's right. We're not saying it's right what Jack has said. We're not saying it's right what Nick has said or, or Jackson has said. We're not saying it's right. But do we burn them at the stake? Do we condone them? No. But we support them into being better people and better members of society. That is the one way that we can all band together instead of banding together in hate. Hold them accountable, but hold them accountable in a way that they're, that they're going to become a better person after this and not, and, and not, a worse person. Absolutely. Absolutely. But I, I agree with that, but what I will say is that that's only if a person can come away from the situation, reflect and learn and grow. Yes. Because there's people if like they have Aaron. have capacity. There's people like Aaron who from is... From season 15. From season 15, who is like one of the most vile um, um, contestants, in my opinion, that was wrapped up in controversy for racism because she was not... How she was so um, unrepentant, like she was so like, oh, it's fine what I said, and she kind of used her negativity and her racism in the house to kind of catapult a new career for herself, and so she she didn't see anything wrong with it. So in that case, 
burn them at the stake right. now. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But no, if they but, don't you know, learn from their, yeah. their mistakes, then yes. It's not burning <laughs> quite. But yes, I, I got the sentiment. Well, I want to ask you guys before we before we go. I want to ask you guys from from the the, the episode that we just saw, the yes. latest episode that we just saw, watched on a tiny in, on a love seat, which is beautiful with two dogs. Yes. Um, <laughs> but I want to know: Are you guys a little sad that Bella left? Or are you guys happy about it? Well, I know your answer. <laughs> I'm gonna let y'all talk first. Um. Okay, I wanted Jack gone. Um, I wanted to. I find him to be very unappealing. Um, him, I find him to be very cocky and full of himself. And even his eviction speech tonight, I was like turning away because I was like, ugh. I mean, I know how it is with Big Brother. I might, I might like him in three weeks. I don't know, but right now in this moment, he's just uh, well, and not in this moment since the season started, he's yeah. just not doing it for me. And so I would have liked to see him leave. See, I, I, you know, I, I was telling you guys this, I think, that, but I feel like Bella, you know, I think she made a lot of mistakes, and I, it's not like I think that she, I didn't think she was going to win the game or anything, but I really felt that there was something about her that she's extremely intuitive, mm-hmm. she's very smart, and she can see things in different ways, and if she were able to have reined that in and would have, be, would have used that to her advantage, she would have been such a good player. I just feel like she had so much potential. A ways back, not right. before she blew yeah. up every alliance that she had, and like yeah. was talking, told everyone every single thought. But I mean, Rachel, mm-hmm. you and I were saying that she, everybody wanted to work with her for some reason. Yeah, everybody in the beginning. Wanted to work it just feels—it just feels like there was such potential there that she didn't. I mean, I wanted Jack on too, but I—I I, I mean, frankly, both of them needed to go, and Bella had way and. and worn out or welcome but I just really yeah. thought that she had a lot of potential and I'm just kind of bummed that she that we never that we never really got to see that I'm hoping yeah. that a player that can be but I do want to ask you because you were talking about mm-hmm. you know that you're now I mean I don't know what happened well, but you're now oh, yeah. well for the yeah. six shooters, that's what you told well, us. Yeah, but first <laughs> off, if I can just say first, Bryce, your teeth are so white. Thank I'm you. so mesmerized I just as got you're him, talking. I just, got, I, just got him, I just got him clean today. Okay, the yeah, they're, they're, they're like, oh, okay. thank you guys. Wow, number one, um, number two, so. Everybody wanted to work with Bella at the beginning because Bella is so likable. She was my favorite person off the top. I'm like, she's funny. I love her. I want to be her friend. That changed. <laughs> she unfortunately got drunk with power and drunk with her security. Without any power. Right, right. Without but any. Yeah. It, it's like um, extended power. Her security in the house and knowing that she was a part of this big alliance, she intentionally went around made false alliances just to burn people at the stake and she kept doing it over and over and over again and even the Nicole thing was just like the end of the yeah, line for it. me yeah. how disgusting she was and how she talked about her and personally insulted her and drug her through this week I'm like you get what you deserve so I was thoroughly enjoying every single bit of it and because of it it made me flip this is the magic with Big Brother regardless of like okay I may not have liked moves that they uh, made or their person I am a game player, so I can set some of that aside and say, okay, guys, come on, six shooters, shoot her down. Whoa, I'm kind of violent today. Um, not shoot her down, but you know, like, pow, pow, get her out. Um, no, in real life. So I, I, I flip. So I found myself only because Bella and Nick now went to Cliff and went to the other side. I'm now over here rooting for Mickey and Jack. I'm like, who is this person? I'm like, get him, get him. So that You're rooting for Jack. I did. I was rooting for Jack. I was rooting for... I, I wanted... I wanted... I was so mad at Christy this week. I'm like, use the power. Save your alliance. There's six people that will help you. You don't want to use your power because Cliff may be mad. I just... 
she is so exhausting to yeah. my soul. Mm-hmm. I can't even describe it. Christy and her antics, and you hit it before, Bryce. You said that she's like previous um, contestant and house guest. Vanessa, Vanessa. just psycho for no reason all the time. Get level-headed and play this game, girl. Chin up, Buttercup, and make some moves. So yeah, no. But I think what you said was great. (laughs) Is that you? That there. That that is the magic of Big Brother. That you can. It's like almost like Game of Thrones. Yeah. Like you shift the focus and you shift who you're rooting for, even if these people have been, you know, dastardly or vile before. And I will say, because I want to just touch real quick on Cliff. Cliff made some pretty poignant cliff notes tonight about yeah. why yes. he went the other, why he did what he did, mm-hmm. and I gotta tell you, I was over here sitting, I'm like, mm, Cliff done made the dumbest move of his life, and then I was sitting there and I was like, well, actually, yeah, <laughs> I mean, that kind of makes sense. Yeah. So, I'm curious to see, I'm so excited to see how far Cliff can go, because um, maybe those showmances might break up. Yeah, maybe. maybe. They did. Yeah. I hope for Cliff's sake they well, do. Well, who do you think's gonna tar- who's gonna be the target this week? Uh, Nick should be Nick and Sam. Mm-hmm. Nick and Sam. Yep. Nick and Sam. But yeah. if Cat wins H O H, no, I don't. If Cat wins H O H, I don't know what. They're I still get think, her. yeah, they're because gonna get her to so do the dirty work. Holly, yeah. yeah, but I can't yeah. see her putting up. I can't see Cat putting up like Nicole and. Well, she maybe put. <laughs> she just goes crazy. I don't know what the heck Cat yeah. will do, but I'm here for it. To be honest with you, Cat puts up Jack and Mickey. Oh my god! What if Cat put up Jack and Mickey? She wouldn't. I nominate Mickey. Mickey. Yeah. <laughs> what was that? She's so she goes, I vote to Vic Mickey. Right. Julie's like, like, excuse me? Looking at this roster, nobody by that name here, yeah. honey. That was funny. Oh my gosh. Well, final thoughts, you guys? We're we, taking thoughts. up a whole I show. I hope Cat won H O H. Yeah, I I, I agree. That would be good. Or I kind of want one of these girls that's kind of been standing behind the men. I want for them to like be a, not exposed, but like Holly or somebody. You said Holly. Holly. I, like I want idea. Holly to win just to see what she does. If anything different, like switch it up a bit. Um, but I'm I'm not gonna lie. I'm kind of like put up Nick and Sam and get Nick out now because I did not enjoy how he was so against Kimmy mm-hmm. in the way that he was. So I I do have some. Um, yeah, I I've, I've, I've flipped guys. <laughs> I've flipped. I know who it's between. Oh. Oh, no spoilers. You guys, that's it for us. Uh, tune in next Thursday for another show after show following a live eviction. And if you want even more Big Brother 21 coverage, be sure to check out Big Brother Small World with JC every Tuesday night right here on AfterBuzz TV. I think it's at 7. Um, but thank you so much to Ovi. We, that was such yes. an awesome yes. interview. Love so you, Ovi. I really appreciate that. Thank you so much for coming. Come back anytime you ever want. Um, but until next time, I'm Bryce McClay. You can follow me on Instagram and Twitter at Bryce Advice. And I'm Jessica Williams. You can find me on Twitter at Miss Jessica WW and on Instagram at Miss Jessica Williams. And we do read your comments underneath the YouTube videos, so please like and subscribe. Because we are the ESPN of Talk TV. And I'm Rachel Swindler, and you can follow me on at Rachel Swindler on Instagram. Instagram or at Rachie Swin on Twitter. Yeah, yeah. Thanks, guys. From outside the Big Brother house and inside AfterBuzz Studios, good night. Good night. Our founder, Kevin Undergaro, and me, Maria Menunos, would like to thank you for tuning in to AfterBuzz TV. Remember, we're not just the first, we're the biggest in the world, and we're the only destination for all your favorite TV shows. Whatever you crave, we've got it. So go to AfterBuzzTV.com and check out our lineup. Buzz you later. <laughs> The views expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principal.